testing our levels again. Hi, I'm Christy. Are you trying to like polish us up? Let's get going, Karen. (laughs) Hi, I'm Karen. Welcome to the The Modern Modern Principle Podcast. Yeah, so I've really been working on not talking too loud or too soft because sometimes there'll be a burst. Never heard you talk too soft. That's rude. But welcomed <laughs> feedback. Um, no, I'll be driving while I listen to this, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my gosh, Karen, don't yell. We're all in the same room. Anyways. We're literally sitting two and a half feet from each other. Okay, so you guys are not – I probably just did it with the word okay because I just shouted it. Okay. So you guys were not with us the last half hour because you don't know what actual day we recorded this, but we just did an Instagram Live, and we are feeling so excited. Elena Aguilar is literally the best thing that's happened to education. Yes. We fangirled. I did not know that I needed to fangirl as much as I did until I read this book. So she has so many books out there, but... We read Coaching for Equity and did an Instagram Live, and it was amazing. Amazing. I would recommend any of her books hands down. She's like Brene Brown, but... But more practical and just catered to educators. And And more equity focused, I think. Yes. Yeah. I think Renee is like on Instagram, but not as much in her books. For sure. It was amazing. So please check those out. I'm going to buy one for my coach. Maybe I'll buy one for yours. That'd be great. Not sponsored. (laughs) I hope they can hear in the distance right now my hound dog barking. Yes. We've put them outside, but it is not really helping. All right, guys, so we are ready to get started. Any good stories? I have a good one. Okay, you need to tell it because I forgot to think of one. (laughs) Okay, so I have this adorable second grade student in my building, and she is full of sass and everything wonderful, and she talks like Alexis from Schitt's (laughs) Creek. And so this week we revised, we meet on behavior teams and work on plans and stuff, and we do try to include students as much as possible. So afterwards, I asked her teacher to follow up and kind of talk through the changes we suggested and kind of see what her feedback was. And so she saw me in the hallway, and she goes, "Uh, Miss Heil. I'm going to do my Alexis impression now. I have some some kind of follow-up concerns on this new plan you guys wrote for me. Like, I see what you're trying to do here, but I'm not really down for, like, oh, you kind of changed the goals and made them harder. <laughs> not sure I really like that. Well, I'll give it a day, but then can we renegotiate? Did she say that? Yes. Yes, she did. And I felt so proud in that moment because, man, did That's we give her advocacy. No kidding. And her vocabulary, she really oh, yes. knows what she's working towards. Yes. And those goals just that. felt like she'd really have to try. She said, I just have to try a little too hard. I'm not really feeling that today. <laughs> it's like, girl, I get it. Anyways, that's what I got. You got oh, anything good? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Some weeks are just like that. <laughs> okay, so we have kind of a lighter topic today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody sent it in. I don't remember if it was Instagram or email or what it was. Right. And if you're just joining us for the first time ever, we like to tackle scenarios. Yeah. And then we like to shoot them from several different angles in terms of like. Scholar system and. So. (laughs) You sang it a little bit there. I'm proud of you. Scholar systems and soul. Anyway. So somebody popped into our DMs, hopped into our DMs, <laughs> snuck into our DMs. Popped and in, hopped in. <laughs> said, how do you show support and, col- and celebrate staff during a pandemic? And I think our first answer is that I don't know that it's different during a pandemic. True. It, it shouldn't be. Um, well, we just can't get us close. We can't. 
<laughs> and go out. Yeah, we can't like socialize. <laughs> I think what's been very interesting about the pandemic, though, is it has made things feel different. But I think what it's done in education has helped us realize what really mattered. Yes. And I think it's and- exacerbated exacerbated I don't think I said that right but you know what I mean exacerbated there you go strengths and weaknesses and leaders that already and existed people. yeah so mm-hmm. it maybe already existed but it's just been like exploded and you've just seen like extremes right right so I um typically take the soul approach which means I just kind of got this scenario three seconds ago and I get to think about it yes so I when I think about supporting and celebrating staff I don't know, Christy, I like to break it into like two different mindsets. Mm -hmm. And I think about the fun like booster stuff. So like what are the celebratory things you can do? And then what are like the workload things? And I kind of think of like the boosters as like those are the things that anyone in your building can do. Yep. It doesn't require just you, a committee. You just really have to have the heart for it and the energy to keep them going. Yes, yes. And then I think there are some ways to celebrate and support staff that only the administrator can do. Yeah, because you're the only one who would maybe have the uh, control. Yeah, control. Yeah. Good point. I'm excited to see what your research says. Well, it was interesting because I think we both try to do a lot of boosters and, like, do that celebration stuff. We yes. actually talked on Adam Welcome's podcast about, like, making sure that you're not having a cruise ship mm-hmm. um, mentality. However, it's still fun to have fun stuff. What's a cruise ship mentality? Explain that further. Like, I think when you have so so much fun that it's taking up a lot of your time and energy. Yes. Like to be completely redecorating a lounge or like having, I heard of somebody, I don't even know, maybe you told me this, but like she Maybe went, it was something I did. She went to a professional development and like the assistant principal had created the whole PD to be um, like bus themed. And so everyone actually sat in like their own little cardboard box bus and like the she was wearing like a conductor hat, like that kind of thing. That's, yeah, that was not me, guys. That was carnival. That was I know who it was now. So I think that's where you get like this cruise ship idea, and um, nobody has time. Most leaders that I know who are focusing on substance don't have a lot of time for that, right? Um, but we do still need to do fun things. Yeah. So I can. I mean, I can share some of the things that we've been doing and. Um, hopefully those give ideas, but we always try to post stuff on Instagram too, so pop over there. Yeah, and then I think we, we should probably do some sort of like blog post because yeah. people have been asking us a lot. We should probably find someone to write that for us. <laughs> <laughs> we are hiring a ghostwriter. So. Oh, and by hiring, we mean free. Yes. <laughs> um, so one thing, it's been great. We're Christy and I are both in our doctoral class, and so we actually did this activity where – we partnered up. It was a dance. She made us dance cards. This yeah. professor's amazing. She always partners us up with different people, like Kagan-style strategies. But we went around to different people and stole ideas from each other on how to, like, celebrate um, staff. One of the ideas I got was just to do, like, a weekly coffee talk. And so I'm doing it in March. And I just put out a Google form and said, hey, you want to join me? Put your coffee order. I'll pick it up. And then um, staff come, and we just literally get to socialize about anything but school. So that's a nice thing. Yes. What about agreed. you? Um, You've done a lot with your days. One big thing that we've started this year, um, and I will tell you, I had some stuff skeptical that I could pull it off. So I'm feeling pretty proud. Pretty proud. we've, We've done fun Fridays. And so literally every single Friday in our staff lounge, we celebrate between like four and six staff members. And we have like a poster out with their picture on it. 
and everyone writes, you know, it's almost like a yearbook. Like you write yeah. nice things about that That's staff awesome. member, what we love about you. And then I have one of their favorite treats in the lounge, like um, individually wrapped. That's how COVID has changed. Um, and so, for instance, if somebody's favorite thing is Skittles, like we'll have a bunch of Skittles and then the other person has Doritos. So we just have their favorite snacks out and it's a smorgasbord. That's fun. We're so. kind of, we kind of stole something similar to that. Um, we, I assigned, we have three months left and sometimes these are the hardest three months. So mm-hmm. I put every staff member and, and it's really important not to forget, like to not just do teachers. No, we do every single staff member. Same. And so, I mean, custodians, kitchen, our before and after school care, like everybody deserves attention. So we assign everybody kind of a day on the calendar and we play their favorite song before school starts. We all dress in their favorite color. We have snacks out. We have a poster with their face on it. Um, And then I do a social media blast on that day for our community on our Facebook and and Instagram of just like, hey, here's so-and-so. What an amazing influence for our community. And so it's just a really great thing to do. The other thing that we've done this year is we've done a lot of work with Enneagram and um, I didn't totally intend for it to be like a year long or to be a morale booster, but what it's done is having us all have common language for our personalities Oh yeah, has been really helpful, I think, to understand each other, particularly people who are different than us or people who we maybe wouldn't necessarily click with as well. Yeah. Like, and even for me as an administrator to understand, oh, like, people's root motivations. Oh, I bet. Oh, my gosh, has been super helpful because I can literally go in and I had, like, a conversation with this teacher and she's a four and so they're kind of, like, internalizing and emotional and I'd be like, okay, I'm telling myself that you don't hate me and that you're just really, really thinking about what I'm saying. <laughs> And it's true. Right. Because in the past, I would have been like, oh my gosh, this person really doesn't right. like me. Like, <laughs> Right. Christy likes to point out my Enneagram-ness all the time. <laughs> so I think it's helped all of us. And we do an Enneagram activity on our fun Fridays. Well, I try to every week, but I don't always – it's it's hard for me sometimes to think of them every week. So. Yeah, and we try to – you know, there's free things you can do too, like thinking about dress code and if you have that control, that ability in your districts. Like we obviously do jeans days. I have made it now a game of how long I can stretch jeans for this entire year by doing a different theme around it. I think at this point they've stopped thinking that it's not going to go the entire year because every month I have a different reason. This <laughs> month is like lucky jeans, St. Patrick's Day, who doesn't love lucky jeans? <laughs> um, but, you know, we do like a wellness Wednesday where we try to talk about something that's good for mental health and we get to wear yoga pants. So those things are like super easy, super just – It is crazy how much much teachers love jeans they just yeah especially this year everyone's just been like thank you we don't have to think about it yeah thanks. yeah we get a lot of questions um it sometimes it is our personal accounts like literally our family like yeah. our salary like we spend right. our own money from our own bank accounts um we do i don't have a ton of money like in my building budget for it no nope. but we i we can spend some but like you can't be exorbitant with it yeah and we do some fundraisers that are just teacher based and we have you'll be surprised what parents are willing to donate yep. um so we've done i've done that before like hey i want to get a coffee cart would you buy a coffee for your teacher and then they'll spend send in money send for in that four or five bucks yeah um i've gotten local business absolutely um, businesses to help so literally had like a, a local insurance agent shout out to kyle given of country insurance <laughs> Um, who helped get gifts for my teachers and then also gave some money so that I could just do some of the treat things. Um, I also got my staff like um, kind of a limited edition sweatshirt of our school like branding 
and I charged a lot for it. And I told them, I said, I'm charging a lot for this because I'm using all of the profits to do, like, our fun Fridays and our other, like, morale booster Yeah. I've done that, too. Different kinds of, like, staff pay-in kind of things. Not having students buy it, but, like, staff are. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the fun boostery stuff. But don't forget about, I think, don't forget about the other things that you actually have impact on that no one else in your building has impact on. Yes. And so when I was researching, since I usually do, like, the scholar side, I – so there's not a lot of research about, like, the morale booster things that we just talked about. Which is interesting. Um, And I think they're fun, but I think ultimately you don't retain staff because you buy them coffee. No. I mean, (laughs) if it was every day, maybe. Maybe if it was every day. But – um, so when I was looking at it, like some of the biggest pieces, um, the psychological environment is a really powerful determinant of staff well-being, which I think is obvious. But what I also thought was interesting is that that environment is also um, mm. a really big determinant of educational outcomes for the children. Ooh. So it's not just about staff retention. It's also about, you know, it's children will learn more in a school that has a positive environment. You know, environment. that reminds me, when I was a teacher – I um, was very close with my team, and we had – our district was trying to put in some, like, data teamings, and it was very clunky. And at the start, it felt very um, pointed at, like, teacher failures if the data wasn't there. And I remember um, we were really frustrated. We would leave those meetings feeling really, like, failures, mm-hmm. like we weren't doing enough, like we weren't impacting. And so I – Asked my principal if I could look at, after data meetings, if I could look at the number of referrals. And that was the highest day of referrals in our building. It was always on data team days. Because we were so, we left those meetings so stressed. And and we took it out on, not intentionally, but like. That is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Did you get some internship hours for that? I did. (laughs) (laughs) I did. It was when I was getting my degree. I was like, can I do this thing? Well, and when you say that, it reminds me, I read something, and I think there's somebody um, named Vivian Robinson, and she did some research. There's and, probably someone um, named Vivian Robinson, yes. The, there's somebody <laughs> out there. <laughs> I'm so good at the research. Um, but apparently, collaborative professional development, like where teachers are helping to create what they want in order to learn more, is twice as effective as just focusing on making teachers teach better. Mm. So having an admin come in and say, this is the data team, this is how we're doing it, this is what we're focusing on, is not going to work. Yeah, not going to work, and you're going to have twice as many referrals that day. Yeah. And and I always kind of go back to like those, like since I'm the soul, those kind of innate things that leaders do that we know impact a psychological environment positively obviously relationships getting to know your staff making sure you connect with them every single day like it is i think little consistencies are more important than like big grandiose i agree my it is like ingrained in me that every morning i do rounds and i connect with every teacher and every student and like kids wait for me if i'm i had a kid yet today say you're late about time Aww, when I, I came be in. better about that. Yeah, it's just something that I know that, like, at least they see me. They know I'm present. They know I'm here for support if they need it. Um, I think someone else told me that one of the greatest things we can do is make sure we're n- trusting people to do the job yes. they were hired for. Yes. So being really cautious about, like, micromanaging. Like, I had a, a teacher yesterday ask me for plan time. She's like, can I get a sub for a day of planning? And I had to check my inside, like, compass and say, like, am I not approving? Like, why am I questioning this? She said she needed time. 
she needs time. Like, why would my immediate answer not be yes? And so it's just a reminder, like, when, you're, when your staff say they need time, rather than go through those questions of, like, are they using their time effectively? Do they need coaching on this, this, this? Just say, like, okay, yeah, let me get you time. I hired you to do the job. You say you need more time to do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, the other things that I was looking at in terms of research also go back to your um, collab conversation about, like, the data teams is that – People need, obviously, good communication from their leader, clear communication. But one of the pieces that's really detailed is that they need reassurance from the leader mm. that they're doing the right thing. Mm. And so even if you had those data teams, if they had been flipped just a little bit in tone to reassure that, you know, you're moving in the right direction, could that's have been really good. Could have been a game changer. And I think we that goes back to us having to check our own moods. Because when we're <laughs> feeling stressed as admin, oh, gosh, yeah. we probably don't notice our body language or our tone, and it doesn't come across as reassuring as we wish it could. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good reminder. It really is. To always be in check with ourselves. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I also think one of the things that pandemic has brought us, my last thought, because our podcast seriously keep getting longer Guys, and longer. We stop talking. We said under 12, and now we're at, what, 17? <gasps> okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say. But, like, it has reminded us that less can really be more. And I think we always say that, but we really don't mean it in education ever. But like simplifying, letting teachers simplify and having that permission to get really good at one thing and stay, like to get great at one thing in a year and stay really good at the others. Like that has to feel really good. Yep. We've really tried to focus all of our PD this year. Like we've had a switch of, I keep saying we're not going to teacher proof our PD because we're going to make sure that our PD is actually teaching you and growing you as an educator it's Uh not going to be a quick fix that you take back to your classroom that day it's going to be deep so um and i think that that goes back to that autonomy and like Mm -hmm. trusting you to do the job like we're going to give you the knowledge you need to do your job not tell you exactly how How to to do do it it. yeah that's awesome oh my gosh well we're at 18 minutes okay guys here's the secret so we're at the end we weren't feeling so inspired by the, the the leadership limelight i feel like it was the alliteration that ruined it for me that's what that was what made me the most excited. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some ideas. I really want to do like a yay and a nay, but Chrissy said I have to come up with a better title. But she hasn't come up with a title. So we need some ideas. How do we end our podcast? We need a, a shtick. A shtick. So let us know. Not in the comments because we don't know how to read our pod comments. Oh, so no, you, so we those don't. of you who are leaving them, thank you. But we'll we can figure only, it out. We soon. can only read like the first 20 characters <laughs> of them right now. <laughs> but maybe, you know. Shoot us a DM or something. Okay, now we're going to stop, and Christy's going to fade that music out the right way.